1: Hello everyone and welcome to a What Night, part of the 90 Minute Podcast Network. Uh, really sorry we haven't actually sat down to record anything in recent weeks. It's been busy here at 90 Minute Hours. Uh, joining me today, Sean Walsh, is just one person, just you, Jude Summerfield, here at 90 Minute Towers. Yeah, and it's a its a flesh meeting as well. Yeah. It's an in the flesh meeting. I haven't had one of those in a while. Which is Yeah. Not, no, since not with you since before the pandemic. Not with you, mate. Not, not with you.
2: <laughs> not since pre-pandemic, Yeah, yeah. so... Lovely to chat, Coy's, in in real life, IRL. Yeah, quite a bit and has happened um, since we last even talked about it, really. Yeah, quite a lot. I, f- I feel like the last time we recorded, we would have been quite upbeat and happy and mm. feeling like everything was in our hands, so yeah. to
1: speak. It's sort of wobbled off a little bit. Just a little but bit. We're maybe. starting to
2: get there I again now. It. Yeah,
1: I think I was saying to you earlier that it felt like after the Aston Villa win, I was pretty confident. That mm-hmm. we at top four, but that was ours to really lose because I just thought Arsenal's games in hand were really tough. I thought I backed us to get um, maximum points at least until the Liverpool game this weekend. And that's really not what happened, you know. We dropped points to, ironically, the other teams that you and I cover, starting, <laughs> starting, with, starting with your very beloved. Your beloved, not my beloved. Your beloved, my Bright- beloved Brighton and yeah. Hove Albion football club. Yeah, there was
2: some interesting custody of Sean and Jude matches mm. in those uh, in those weeks. Yeah, well, you lost yours. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, neither, neither has came out very well from it. <laughs> to be honest, no goals, no shots on target. But yeah, the Brighton one was very, very odd. Um, like I've chatted to a few mates mm. from Brighton um, about the game rec- just in in the aftermath. And um, we were all pretty uh, well. We were all in agreement that Basuma basically did a job on Kane. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think Mwepu was playing in that game as well, and Mwepu, he played really well. Mwepu did
1: well until about the 40th minute when he probably could have got sent yes, off. Yes, that that was the so, thing. Yeah, and, he they, was, got, and they got hoped and they kind of reset what Brighton needed. Yeah, so he was really good in there.
2: Um, and then we fell. Yeah, fell victim to the the trussard left wing back curse, yeah. <laughs> which got Arsenal as well. I think. Um, so yeah, that was a really disappointing one. It was, it was yeah, that was a no shots on target game, wasn't yeah. it? When yeah. nothing was going right, um, there was no creative spark there. Nothing from wide areas really. It just, it was just really flat. I couldn't really. It was a really flat. And do game, you know what yeah. I think?
1: It was one of those where you could tell it was gonna come because everyone in the day leading up to because it, it was a really hot day, I remember, really sunny. <laughs> and it was like the first. it was the first like kinda of, you know like you get like games either in August or in May where everyone wears like the actual club shirts of the game rather than like legs yep. or whatever. And yeah so in this case, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium was just a sea of white Spurs shirts, <laughs> and like, oh yeah, it's great. We'll go have beers on the concourse before the match. Go beers after, you know. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Oh, Spurs last Okay, cool. So yeah, it wasn't wasn't so great there. but was it? I don't know. Did it feel like the same way that Brighton did Arsenal the week before? Because that seems like a long time ago as well. But I, I do remember. You know, towards the end of the game, Brighton fans were singing North London. Yeah, I, th- I think their game against Arsenal, they
2: were they were generally a lot more progressive with the ball, and they created more chances. Because that that goal that Brighton scored at the end of the Spurs game, that, I think that was one of the few they had. Um, yeah, yeah. And in that Arsenal game, they were just not to needlessly slag off Arsenal, but they were just they were cutting them open pretty pretty regularly, from what I remember and what I saw. Yeah. So they were they were different games, obviously. Arsenal are probably a bit more expansive in their playing style than Spurs are Spurs just try and go wide and get the ball in and mm. get the ball to the main players and and all that jazz um, but yeah yeah Brighton have just they've, they've put that six game losing streak behind them and started to play quite well which was frustrating for us because obviously at that time Spurs were smashing teams all over the shop mm. Arsenal were losing games it, it looked like top four was going to going in one way yeah. um, and then we got the Brentford game mm. which was um, you, you were at that one weren't you? I was, yeah. not a classic which, not a classic but there were some nice little subplots in there as well, weren't there? Yeah, well, I, was, I liked that they
1: mainly revolve around me, but you know, there was a, there was a, football, there was a football match going on as well, there so, was. I so I guess we'll talk about that instead. Yes, we will. <laughs> I mean, like,
2: for, yeah, from being at the game, were there, were there any Spurs players who, who stood out in particular? Or
1: I thought Romero was good at having to clean up a lot of the nonsense that we all create for ourselves. I think, I think that on set pieces he was a bit, not necessarily like a liability, but you, you could tell that he's not. A tall aerial commanding. Yeah, defender. he's not that really, kind of really defender, is he? And then Tony was being left unmarked on every single corner and free kick. It was just like, why this guy is obviously the biggest threat. Yeah, why is he the one being left alone? He hit the bar twice, and mm. uh, probably in another world, and Burmo probably scores the rebound with the 90th minute chance as well. Hmm. And I thought, apart from that, it's kind of what I expected from that game because Brentford, one of their, they, it's like right, they, their strengths are they try and they stay competitive a lot I think my, the breakfast game of Man United was probably an anomaly in their season but mm. every other game of the season they've always kind of hung around stuck around in, and just kind of wait for the right time to make their to hit their blows really mm. and I thought they did a really good job with nullifying Spurs I can't I, can't, I think the best Spurs I had was about 15 minutes at the start of the first half uh, yeah. yeah and it was like even then we didn't it didn't yield any shots on target it was Brentford got probably behind the ball there was a lot of long shots there was a lot of stifling Spurs when we needed to and then uh, I guess apart from that Christian Eriksen had a really good game Yeah. but I think we've come to expect that from him already this season because he's the best player in that team yeah he's been brilliant yeah. I guess the concerning thing about those
2: two games is that there is now quite an obvious blueprint into how to stop this Conte Spurs team if you just keep things really really compact you don't let Kane see as much of the ball as possible and yeah. like um, you stay nice and resistant to any counter attacks um, thankfully I think the, the games that we've got to play aren't really going to follow that mould anymore I can see Arsenal coming to Spurs and um, and sitting quite low yeah and maybe trying to hit on the break but like Liverpool won't do that Um I suppose Burnley will (laughs) Burnley absolutely will yeah maybe yeah and then Norwich last last game of the season like if they regardless of
1: what position they're in if they don't go there and win it'd be be an absolute disgrace don't need any real insightful takes on that Norwich game yeah whatever okay so I think we've delved a bit enough into yeah, There's our timeline's fun. all over the, sh- yeah, the show. Yeah, Where are we going? Yeah, What are we doing? Anyway, yeah. we, so we actually did win the game this weekend. So let's maybe talk about that. Yes, um, did. Did. didn't actually start that well, did it? I mean, because I was there covering it, <laughs> and it did feel in the first twenty minutes that there was a lot of pent-up frustration. That <laughs> Spurs were making a lot of silly errors, largely of Ben Davies is doing. But <laughs> you know, didn't actually do tangible harm in the end so I guess that's fine in the end it contributed but, to quite a bad atmosphere I do think the, the ironic thing is it's fine because we didn't concede if we did concede I think that could have gone really really mm. sour I think we could have lost by two or three but what it did was it lift because of the, the, I was sitting next to someone in the press box and he was saying to me the crowd feel, it feels like the crowd needs something to lift them mm-hmm. and it usually that's a goal in this case it was everyone did, deciding to abuse John Moss the referee <laughs> and I think that kind of like sparked something in Spurs to really
2: it took us a while to get did. a foul and,
1: in did. that game yeah, cause, yeah the, I, think um, was, I think Moss probably realised that like they're still getting every single 50-50 yeah it like, it, the, foul, the fouls all the tackles, like, it doesn't really matter they're, they're still getting everything and so yeah. you could feel the frustration but you, you've got yeah you've got the, got stats, the stats up the, from yeah. here what, yeah.
2: what time yeah. is this yeah. this is like when's that? that's the 20th minute 18th minute so before the goal yeah before the goal six fouls committed by Spurs and none by Leicester yeah, which is quite this is quite it do- hard, it, isn't it it yeah. doesn't really
1: doesn't really feel like that's an exact science really.
2: yeah not really not really but uh, that was a sort of game which could have which really could have been annoying and a bit nuggety yeah until sure. we got the most basic goal like we, we talk about Son and Kane link up <laughs> Like and all the immense assists that they provide for each other, this one was just a, a knock into the box yeah. and just an easy header from a corner. Mean, it,
1: it, I'm sure. I need to know the. I don't know what the exact stats, but I'm sure Leicester are like the worst team defending set pieces. Like every every time I watch anyone on Sky or BT and then defending a corner, it comes up with a stats like um, the worst teams defending set pieces, and then Leicester are out in front by like five or six goals. It's just like yes. ridiculous. So I think I think for us, like we're not. I don't think we've ever been amazing at set pieces. So. Not for a while, no. We've been okay. I think we scored against Newcastle recently. Davis scored ahead, didn't they? Yeah. That was was like second ball from a... Yeah, second ball. So I guess that helps, I guess. But we're not overly amazing. They're like, they're quite... Yeah, Spurs are
2: quite a big team, but they don't have any major aerial threats, do they? They're all sort of like six foot and unlike a Virgil van Dijk towering sort of presence. And as someone who,
1: like we said earlier, intensity has been covering Brentford this season, who do rely on set pieces, who look to get every margin set piece, and troubled us with set pieces. Yeah you do wonder if there's a, we're missing something there so no, nice score from set
2: piece nice. very very nice very very nice
1: and then it seems a little
2: while to get the second one didn't it I mean I, I suppose we can touch on Lucas Moore being yeah. given a start uh, yeah. for that first I think, yeah I think, I
1: think we should I, I think I wasn't in like incensed by the call to drop Kulazewski because I did think he wasn't like, I don't think anyone was really impressive in those two games No. When, if you're going to make a change, I guess Kuzeski is probably the one to come out. If you're going to stick with the four, th- th- with the three-four-three, three, sorry. Yeah, he's not, not obvious. It's not switch. it's not, not Sonnen. It's not Kane. So yeah. Kuzeski has to come out. Put Lucas in. Lucas has a lot of backers. I know my dad in particular is like the chairman of the Lucas fan club. Like, <laughs> like I asked Thomas Frank before the Brentford game actually. and he asked him about Kuzeski, and he went and said, "Oh, big fan of Lucas Moy. And i was like, <laughs> so I, I don't know. Maybe it's for people of the age of 40 or something. Maybe they like Lucas more than the young ones. But whatever. Um, did not look like his normal self. And I don't and I don't mean that in the sense of... Because, you know, he's always a bit wasteful. He's always a bit... like You know, he's a flat player. He's going to mm-hmm. the ball away. He just looked like he lacked a lot of confidence, though. And that's not usually like him. because He is the irrational confidence guy who thinks he's the best player in the world. And he yeah. Did not, he did not look like he thought he was the best player in the world in this game.
2: Yeah, he just didn't look sure of himself at any point, did he, really? And there were a few occasions when he was sort of unaware of what was around him and the ball got nicked off his toes... Um and then in that in that first hour when you had like Kane who was being a bit sloppy with the ball as well, suddenly a lot of yeah, sort of our avenues to goal weren't weren't really providing us with anything going forward. Um so yeah, Lucas was a bit he was a bit disappointing. And I don't being, think he'll be getting a start
1: anytime soon yeah, now. Be, because we had the perfect replacement for him and the man who's gonna take a starting spot back came Yes, and made Thank an God. immediate impact. That guy is just he's
2: he's an absolute nonsense of a footballer, it's ridiculous. I've got, I, got I, the stats up yeah, here now. Yeah, Yeah. So, yeah, so fourteen Four Premier League appearances, three goals. I guess you'd probably it's probably been a while since he scored, hasn't it? So you'd maybe like him to does,
1: it feels like he scored more. It does. Well, I guess yeah, it's because it he's contributing so much that we're just been so impressed by his performances that. And he's into, into of that, that front like, three. And yeah, that, so sort of of thing, thing, I think we'll get into this later. But it does feel like the same with Luis Diaz at Liverpool. Like he's not contributing loads of goals, but it feels like he is because he's playing so well. Yeah, and he's
2: just gelled into the system so so yes. quickly. Yeah. um So yeah, three goals, fourteen Premier League appearances, and eight assists, two of which came on Sunday against yes. Leicester. Um, and that first yeah. one. Um, yeah, yes. Very, very nice. It was just um it was more sort of about composure and sort of he seemed to sort of wait for um Leicester's defence to sort of move itself around yeah. a little bit really. And yes. son was yeah, yeah, yeah. Son displayed some really nice movement as well. But Kulusevski just managed to hold on to the ball for a little bit and um and found Son for a really, really nice finish. Lovely turn. Like okay. a lovely turn I finish. think it's
1: one of those ones where if that happens in the first ten minutes of the game it feels like he scuffs it because he's not quite got it mm. he's not got a feel of the game yet like I think that's the thing with yeah. Sonny aging like I said it before like, he's not physically as quick or as imposing anymore it does feel like yeah. that's yeah. one of the parts like his first touch is a little bit off a little he's just a forward but, now he's, yes. he's a central yeah. forward yeah, he's we'll not going to be out yeah and we'll, and we'll get to him but yeah I tweeted the other day I didn't even think that when we signed Kulazewski in January that this is even what the best case scenario of him would have looked like mm. that I just like, the, the video's been doing the rounds of him um, just toying with Luke Thomas on the right-hand side and playing a great ball to as Luke Thomas commits the most cynical foul ever. That was pretty poor, wasn't it? I that thought. Was I, an I happy think I wasn't happy
2: with that shot. Yeah, I think
1: if that, I think that's a player with a the reputation, then <laughs> yeah. you, may be, you may be looking at something harsher. Yeah. But... I saw someone say um, Hoybier was wearing Dr. Martens and he tried to he <laughs> try was, to control that and I, it was annoying because I felt for him because he, I thought he actually had a really good game and then yeah. he goes and does something like that and that's the thing that people remember. Yeah, I suppose it's not really if he's going to score he'll be like
2: arriving on the end of something yeah.
1: rather than scored a couple of bangers for us I think. Yeah, it was, yeah there was and that, that one against Liverpool. Wolves I think um, where the ball rebounds on the edge of the area around this time last, year. We'll get, last well. year I think actually. Yeah. Decent yeah, little players. goal threat nothing yeah. not like, major. But yeah, Kuzovsky just Completely changed the game for me. Yeah, like we just game. look so much more in control and more
2: composed. Yeah, he's just such a fluid player as well. Just just interlinks with with Son and much yeah. better than Lucas has ever really. It, it
1: feels like when Lucas is there, he's like the spare part. He's like he, I'm, yeah, he I'm, just I'm sticks good out. Good I'm good to, kind uh, of player. Uh, yeah. Like he's never. I'm, try, I'm still trying. I'm trying to think. Like apart from Emerson, who's obviously, like his uh, fellow Brazilian. Mm-hmm. I, I can't ever remember like Lucas being really kind of pally with someone so the only thing I can think of was when Gareth Bale came when he started doing like the Elf Celebration yeah there was that it was like that was really it it's like
2: there was him and Vinicius last year as yeah, well wasn't there yeah. Where they, that got played, in played in up connection again? Again.
1: yeah yeah, but you don't ever see Lucas with Son or with Kane or whatever the same way they're both to each other
2: yeah they're not like cliquey are they yeah. I don't think I don't, yeah that's
1: not not saying that maybe, it, yeah. maybe they've cottoned onto to some of Lucas politics and that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, was, I was thinking maybe they maybe clocked on to just the way they play uh, <laughs> yeah. I swear yeah, this, guy sure, 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 yeah, sure <laughs> this guy is playing against us yeah sure enough this guy is playing against us I guess we so
2: shall we shall we leave the third goal for now yeah, and chat the, about uh, our man Christian Romero. I think we should. Because this fella has just been out of this world. I'd say especially the last few months, even in the games that we haven't played particularly well in, um, he's just been enormous. And just his his appetite to, to go... And, I'm sure like seeing it in the flesh is something different yeah. than watching it on TV, isn't it? Because he, he does... The challenges he puts in, they're not like... I'd say if he gets them like a split second wrong he's probably in a bit of trouble yeah. but it's timing is well, think, just always on point the thing, isn't isn't with,
1: with the second goal I mean mm. I can't remember I was looking at it with the other day when they were saying there's my cousin and he was saying for the goal oh you know Lucas needs to I'm um, not Lucas um, Romero needs to be really careful because that's the really dangerous chance I was like you got the ball you yeah. got the ball it wasn't late it was nothing like I don't know what it was like on the TV, but the, like you didn't ever you didn't sense no, it was yeah, Like yeah. You, you could tell, like, it was just it was fine. It was really good, and I thought that was really kind of poetic that it just that goal came from him doing an outrageous bit of defending, and then I was very very close to writing a whole bit on about how um, how he's like he should be like the embodiment of new Spurs, so to say. Like yeah, I think I, I think I talked a bit before about how we need to, like, move off for the potcher, And that involves, like, you know, not signing Ericsson, signing these new players, signing these <laughs> players like mm-hmm. Molder, Benzikur, Kozevski. Romero is definitely, like, that guy. He's, a, he's so aggressive in a good way. Mm.
2: It's just a classic danger spotter, isn't it? Yeah. he? Yeah. He's like, yes, he's got yeah, that yeah, license yeah. to go out and just crunch. Just quick, just,
1: push, just, like the little, like, toe post, gets, gets his foot in front of the, yeah, Yeah. Hook around them. yeah. yeah. Won't always come off, but he, he, it's in a way that he really kind of intimidates striker. Like Dakar, I think, started. He's a, a little bit dangerous. Like, he was getting in some mm-hmm. good positions. But, from about the 10th minute onwards, I don't think he had a sniff. I think that was the same with Antonio when West Ham came. Yeah. I think it was the same with Chris Wood when Newcastle came. He's the guy th- for the battle, isn't he? From yes, the he, he's, he the, he's the
2: guy who goes up against their any beefy strike yeah. and just says right we're having it out yeah
1: I think he kept Tony under lock from open play at least in the Brentford game I think there's a lot of examples where he's doing basically all he can as, as a mere mortal to <laughs> keep us in this. I, I think I remember I think at the start of the season I think Jamie Carragher might have said like I think he let the Rupert United out was for Arsenal specifically but I think it can translate to us as well where you're not you can't buy like these kind of project players you need to buy the players who are good already but have the potential to make a leap like the way that when Van Dijk and Mane went to Liverpool they all some within like a year were like world class mm-hmm. and I think Romero definitely kind of fits that bracket work I, I, I don't think like I'm not saying he's going to get like, team of the season or anything this season but next season if he yeah. wants to win like Spurs' player of the year get team of the season Spurs a really good defensive record I
2: would not be shocked by mm. that at all yeah I could see that I mean there's, there's always so much competition for those sort of awards aren't there yeah. like it's like at the this season it's sort of de facto city and Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just Exactly, because, exactly yeah. Uh, yeah. but I could definitely see something like that happening. Um and it's great having and know we talk about his sort of physical prowess and that as well, but he's great on the ball. Yeah. Like his little turns out of out of trouble and he's he's Which very confident got, it's quite interesting because he doesn't
1: always look necessarily comfortable mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the comparison where someone like they're not in, they do not they like they look like they control of a little i think it's probably when kane first came into the a like bit looked a bit clunky a yeah, but still does. Yeah, again, do it. It. yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't. I trusted him not to lose the ball. I trusted mm-hmm. him that he was going to keep possession. I think, I think the comparison I think about actually one Yama, where okay, it yeah, felt yeah. like every kind of ball he had was like bouncing, and was bubbling along, and he was just kind of like, but he used his body so well to shield it. He used his feet so well to just keep him within his own like kind of little circle. Yeah, and I think that's really because I think for a long time well maybe for like a couple of years but whatever like the Mourinho era felt like forever but we did feel like we'd kind of lacked technical midfielders across the not, not, um, technical players sorry across the pitch
2: yeah this this is true well it was all it was all one game plan wasn't that a few yeah. years ago just get the ball to a couple of players and yeah. then I mean who who I can't even remember who we would be playing in midfield then it would Hoiberg, be like and Hoiberg and, and yeah Winks. I mean that's that's going to be Dougley played for a little bit which was nice back then yeah everyone's favourite Gio La Celso Championship semi you know, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't make the final though, did it? No, I like it. Um. <laughs> yeah. One for
1: Sergio, just showing off their silver medal. That was in the dressing room. Yeah, that was fun. Sergio <laughs> got an appearance last night, didn't he? I, I was that, I said this on Twitter last night. How? Chaotic would a Foyth Romero centre back partnership have been? Would have loved that. Would would I mean, we, would, we might have seen like 60
2: goals a season, but it would have been so good. clan Foyth would be starting at right wing back for us right now. He probably would not. So it's, yeah, so totally so
1: <laughs> Dan Kilpatrick of this parish did tweet the other week. I think he hadn't tweeted about a few days, so it was quite a shock. It's like. I can't, I can't remember what the quote he was it was like name, name something that you miss and it was like Sergio. <laughs> and people were like whoa <laughs> you, you, you can't say that
2: like, uh, I can't disagree with him to be fair That's I mean, right, yeah, he's, just, a, he's a he's obviously a massive liability but I don't know what Emerson Royale is So I trust I trust <laughs> Conte to coach
1: Oria out of his bad habits,
2: I think I think so it'll be yeah. his way or the highway I'm sure but he's a Virial so let's yes. talk about yeah. alright mate do you, um, <laughs> yeah, you, you want to talk about now? yeah let's talk about someone so we talk about So he did that first goal what a player um, but yeah what, what a player that one that goal to just wrap up proceedings 79th minute left footed which is I know Week-footed. he's a very yeah very two-footed scored, player scored more,
1: more weak for goals than strong for goals this year.
2: yeah I've def- definitely seen him come on uh, come in off the right and curl one into yeah. the left I think he's done it against Leicester before do you remember when we won, like, 2-0 at the King Power a few seasons ago? It might have been 18-19. Yes, 18, 19, yes. 18 19, And he just yeah. shimmied inside yeah. and just smacked it with his left. Yeah, that was a great goal. But, yeah, he's he's the man. He obviously got the assist for the first goal. Yeah. Two two more goals there. He was an absolute FPL masterstroke for whoever had them. Well, well, we, in the well we
1: do, on 90 mil. we do uh, FPL tips every week. And it feels like for weeks we've been saying, oh, uh, you got to buy the dip on... Kane and Son they're they're not going to not score forever uh, I I actually
2: played my wild card before the Brighton game and I got Kulu Son and Kane in (laughs) so So, so, it's your fault. call yeah 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 I got two two big blanks there but then they obviously all did the business at the weekend anyway um so yeah, an amazing strike, and I know you—you you are firmly on the drum about this um, open um, goal. I, I
1: am the son truther and the yeah. open, and the non-pen golden boot. So uh, yeah, <laughs> so how are those illustrious standings at the moment? So Son has scored the most non-pen goals in the league this season. He's too clear of Salah because those are
2: all of his goals, aren't they? Yes, so they he's are. got all
1: nineteen of them. Yeah, There's 19, open, oh, yeah, nineteen oh, from open play. Yeah. Uh, Kane has scored 11 open play goals I think I think that's it I think he's only scored like two pens yeah that sounds about right yeah um, but I just think that's such a more kind of replicable skill when you got the open play like I think you know you don't know how goals only penalties you make, you're going to score in a season whatever but, yeah. but I think I'm trying to think like do, does anything about his overall game look different to you because it doesn't feel cuz felt like last season was really the leap and yeah, this season is just it's this season just more of a continuation of that cuz it's a better team than it was last season
2: i think that that definitely plays into it i think he was always due a season where he did explode a bit more cuz he hadn't hit the he still i mean he still hasn't hit the 20 goal mark in the prem i'm sure he'll he will do it this season touchwood yeah <laughs> um, in terms of actual differences i'm not i'm not sure really i mean it does seem that there's there's just a more of a focus of him staying in field, mm. him not being that because you know under Poch, if he you know when we
1: played at Wembley, he'd just be like hugging the touchline, yeah. or like coming in field every I'm now not, and again. I'm not convinced Potch ever really loved him like that. No, I, I don't I, think. I don't think, really, like, I, don't, I don't think until the end at least. Like mm. in the cha- I think the Champions League run was when when po- when Son was winning, the, getting the win like every game. It was like, yeah, okay, now I can actually trust this guy. Before that, you know, he was getting shifted to the left wing back in the, like, the FA Cup semi final. He was the one that. If we went for to 3 4 3, like against Real Madrid, he would be the one to get dropped. Like, he, was, mm. he wasn't ever that guy under poch. It was really maybe it's like, it's like Marine, part of the Mourinho plan when he realized Ericsson was going to leave and mm. Dele Alley wasn't what it used to be. That okay, I got a funnel more into this guy who's really quick, he's two footed. His finishing his, I remember a stat actually. I, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't tweet this because I couldn't find the actual. Official one, so okay. I'm not a spreader of misinformation, Jude. You know, you know me. Sounds dude. like fake news you to know, me, but you, know, you know me, Jude. You know me. I Only deal. I, on do, I, don't, I don't deal in if, buts and names. I deal in absolutes. <laughs> Being <apps. laughs> <laughs> <Are you> serious. <laughs> well, I remember. Um, so the app Understat. I think they said that Son is his XG by. <laughs> Hundred million goals, not the exact <laughs> thing, not exactly but thereabouts. Um, that might be fake news. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, you might uh, get some scu- hate mail. Excuse news. Excuse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, so basically, they were saying was the only person who comes close to that is Messi in like the last five years. Mm-hmm. But Messi's total was like half of what Son's was. So Son is like the best. Finisher in terms of goals that you probably shouldn't score from where he takes shots Yeah, in the last five years it's like I mean that's been, been easy to see hasn't it how, well, yeah, how, it's like, how yeah. cold
2: he is in front of goal now yeah. like I think first few seasons obviously you're still discovering a new player you're wondering how they're going to sell when, you, when, you when say, they go through on goal yeah. you, you don't really know and not,
1: do you know what the first thing that came to my mind was do you remember when we played Monaco away sixteen seventeen 17 mm-hmm. and there's the image of him running he's one on one and then like two seconds later he's running out of the 18 yard box himself but the only person who's touched the ball at that time was him <laughs> and it's like it's just completely different now he's got like in know you're right in the 1v1 situation he's very cane like he's very he's going to strike the ball mm. so cleanly it's going to hit the net and the net's going to make a ping sound because it's been hit so well yeah and then when he's away from the box you can't let him in, you can't let him on either foot he's he's just such good
2: he's got such a wide array of threats hasn't he like when he does run through when he, he i think he did that against villa and then west ham you're pretty confident he's going to put them yeah. away. Yeah. If a team is silly enough to give him a little bit of space on the edge of the box, like Leicester were at the weekend, he'll he'll smash him in top corner. Um, he's just like, it's it's hard to put into words just what a fantastic player he is. Um, and I it's 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 an odd one, isn't it? Because we I think at points we might have been um, just mislabeling him. As a purple patch player,
1: and you know how much street I know. You know how much I, hate I, know, you, I know. You, you do. How much, you know how much and I, I hate think
2: that. we. Uh, to be fair, I think we were all probably in that in that um at some point mindset never. at yeah. some point. But like, you do have to sort of realize that at some point that, that this is just a fantastic player. And, um, we're almost lucky to see him play for Spurs, mm. and that he he seems to genuinely
1: love sn- the club. Sn- <laughs> it's Snuck thing. onto the top the club's top ten all time goal scorers list recently. Yeah, yeah. And, and I it, think. Well, and if, uh, because I, I was thinking of this as an as an angle for a, an article, like he's probably more of a Spurs legend now than Eriksson and Ali were, because he's yeah. stuck, because he's stuck around, because he's you know he's committed the future and he's peaked again our, after they've in the left in this new era, like with Poch and then after Poch as well. It does feel like he's going to be remembered quite fondly, and I'm really happy about that because yeah, absolutely, you know I like seeing players get their flowers when they deserve them
2: yeah and when those sort of goal records come up it's, it's probably just because Harry Kane's a little a little yeah, bit ahead the, of him yeah it's the thing and yeah. it's just seen as the main guy that he doesn't get the the um,
1: the credit he deserves I think that's but, but, like, I want he's only three goals behind Salah in the race for the gold boot I don't think he gets there because I just imagine Salah's going to bag a few in his last few games and yeah. it's going to be hard for Asante to really kind of leap front like, in case, unless he has like you know when Kane ended the 16 17 season he scored like 7 goals in the 7 last goals the last two. what Hull and Leicester <laughs> yeah.
0: the
2: whole game was hilarious oh, I was whole, like that it. was the only subplot in that game I remember being like oh, Kane might get golden well, move, he, but get, he's, he might press off, off the,
1: Alexis and Lukaku think, yeah and then we were like 4-0 up in 20 minutes yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you, I remember the other subplot of that game was we lost um, Hugo Lloris the golden glove because he did a really dumb goal and, he got, oh, and yeah. he got really he got really fuming he was like looking around
2: who scored for Hart I felt like it might have been Robertson or Clucas or someone. You weird look,
1: like you look that. it up. You do the you do the research. <laughs> the, gl- the glory
2: is Tottenham seven, whole oh. one. Everyone's got like Ben Davis scored, One Yama or the Oh, you're right. Oh, Sam Clucas. Do you remember Sam Clucas? Sam Clucas. He was the guy who got into trouble for doing some sort of four chan. Um, oh was that him. Yeah, that was that dude. Yeah, that I was, I, I that, was that was weird. Um, I, don't get <laughs> I haven't talked about this for. I
1: haven't talked about
2: Sam <laughs> Clucas in years. So strange. um <laughs> okay that's probably enough Leicester done isn't it I reckon I think so I think we've got, think a,
1: we've we, got to come on to come the big one yeah. I think we can't leave this pod without talking about the Liverpool game
2: we can't put it
1: off any longer what a horrible fixture in it, Sean it is so good lord so I, so I did an article about uh, why this is so important not just in terms of our season but in terms of content of setting because I think if you can't go win on night please do because it really you know I family feed to feed <laughs> gotta get that ad revenue um,
0: but it was basically like if
1: we win here then it feels like in such these circumstances that we haven't won a Anfield in Yonkers that Liverpool are going for a quadruple that it does feel like maybe we are ready to make a leap next season mm-hmm. I compared it to when uh, do you remember when Liverpool beat Man City 4-3 in seventeen eighteen? Yeah, and ended Man City's unbeaten run. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think they were going for the Invincibles and the Centurions at the time, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like, oh, Liverpool—they yeah. might, you yeah. know, they've got Van Dijk now. Maybe they're going to be more than just disruptors. Maybe they're going to be contenders soon. Mm-hmm. I, I, think I think think There have been us. times this yeah. season like we've been really inconsistent at times, but when we've hit our heights, we'll, our peaks have looked probably higher than Chelsea's. I would say I'm I'm, I'm extremely biased. I think when we've uh, Tottenham at their best are better than Chelsea at their best
2: style of football wise absolutely I mean that's not what Chelsea are yeah Chelsea style like that they they just suck the way that
1: that we can kill teams is insane the thing that we've seen the second half of the season I haven't seen since that 16-17 season like I said Mm. when we scored 86 goals and conceded 26 yeah which is unbelievable when you think about that but this is a this is a massive mental hurdle to overcome because four seasons in a row We've gone to Anfield. We could slash should have won. Mm-hmm. I think so. Let's go through. You want to go? You want to go <laughs> <watch your laughs> through? I, I, I think we need some third one. We need to go well, All right. We'll, okay. start, we'll start with the first one. That's actually the kindest because actually, which joined. one? Is, which one's the first one? Seventeen eighty. Seventeen eighteen. When we drew two two
2: the Wanyama Thunderbolt equaliser oh that was brilliant unbelievable yeah that I, I suppose I get the should have won narrative from that one I, but I, you know what like
1: that was also just such a sick game as I, well <laughs> and, I, and I, enjoy, I enjoyed the like the the fallout was great. the fallout was so good Um, and it didn't I think the thing that I always come back to is that it didn't actually impact our season like, yeah. if, we, like if we'd like if we won we still would have come third yeah. and it didn't really matter like as far, if Liverpool came above us then maybe it would have been a bit annoyed Did that start
2: the whole aggro towards Harry Kane? That game, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think yeah. After yeah. that game, must have come the Stoke one relatively soon. It was about, really yeah, about, run, about a month really after or something. That. Yeah, yeah, definitely got. So hand. yeah,
1: because he got. So he yeah. he draws contacts for the first pen, which he misses. Salah goes down the other end, scores a really great goal. Like just weaves his way between Davis and Matongan we go down the other end um, Van Dyke boots Lamella in the leg Liverpool fans can't live with the fact that he did actually boot him in the leg and it wasn't him well, diving yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: this so is again, the one I never understand what, like, he's there's, he's one angle, there's
1: one angle where it looks like he doesn't brush him but it's only because of the perspective of it yeah. every single other angle oh, Van, it Dijk, be a Van Dijk has booted him that, um, <laughs> so yeah, that, mo- that was like the most enjoyable one then in 1819 we had uh, we got, actually snuck it to 1 1. I wasn't expecting anything, but we got it to 1 1. I think Lucas scored in like the 70th minute or something to equalise. Yeah. And then the famous clip of Sissoko running through on goal. <laughs> he has a choice. Can he play it to. I think it was Son running with him, but Van Dyke's marked him out of the game really well. Van Dyke knows that if Sissoko takes a shot with his left foot, he's not going to score. Lo and behold, he's blasts it over. Oh, and then Liverpool go to the other end, it just rolls <laughs> in off. Alderweireld's shit away. yeah it was a dodgy uh, and dodgy young I just remember really, right. like falling to my knees and being like I can't believe that's happened I really can't believe that's <laughs> just yeah. happened um, Next, uh, 1920 uh, Kane scored off about 20 seconds
2: yeah I actually wasn't I did, didn't watch this game I didn't watch this I, I, I was in Rome watching I, I, <laughs> Rome uh, <laughs> I, 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 uh, AC Milan and I was
1: at Arsenal versus Palace when Xhaka blew up
2: Oh yeah, the whole yeah. I was there. I was there. there I, was g- I remember going
1: to that game just not. I th- I thought it was the end of the pot show, and I was, wasn't that asked about it. So, but I remember like when they went one nil. I was like, you can't give me hope. You can't do that. You can't just yeah. do that.
2: That was an odd sort of goal as well, wasn't it? It, like, we, it was. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. It was just a header or yeah. a tap in, and then we had, the of,
1: and we had a couple of we a couple of really good chances to kill the game. Didn't,
2: Gazzani- that was the Gazaniga
1: game. Wasn't yes, it, it? it was. Yeah, yeah. congrats to Gasaniga getting promoted with Fulham as their. Second choice goalkeeper, by the way. And if, if, if he's listening, and Joshua, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> Josh yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure you have any fans of the podcast. He's absolutely um, listening. And then last season, when it felt that felt like a real kind of sliding doors moment for the Mourinho era, where yeah,
0: we, we come into the, we came
1: off to it into it off the back of the Arsenal win, and it was like if we can go to Liverpool and win, because I think it was like it was the t- bit between Liverpool's resurgence and them falling off a cliff. Yeah, and it was like Liverpool, if Spurs can go in and win, that's a real kind of statement, and we went. Did we go one down? We went one down, we went down yeah. equalised. Son equalised pretty But then quickly. Bergwijn had two chances to score. Mourinho really digs him out after the game for it. And yeah. Firmino scores from a corner in the last minute. It's just like, it's happened again.
2: Yeah, and then it all did, it did then, turn to pot, didn't it? Because yeah, from, from that position, there was absolutely no need to go and finish seventh IMO. No. <laughs> no probably not. <laughs> probably not. We had a really bad one off that, so. Yeah, and that was sort of curtains for really Mourinho. So, down. yeah, it, and it does feel like there's a lot of But in terms of this 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 weekend I'd say it's more set up for a Conte than a Poch or Mourinho really. I agree. Beca- yeah, just because you can go to Anfield and you can like shut the door, or try to shut the door like Mourinho does, but Conte I think without wanting to, you know, lick his nether regions too bad, <laughs> will have will have some plans up his sleeve and he's shown that against and, and this group of players as well yeah. against more explosive teams like Manchester City yeah. they can go and do do damage and what yeah. you know how Liverpool play like they're just and they're, we, played, they're we, played. we played really well in the
1: game at yeah, yeah of course yeah 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 I thought I'm really annoyed we didn't win that game Yeah, I thought we should have won
2: What. um yeah, they had a player sent off, didn't they? they had Robert.
1: Robertson yeah. got sent off. I guess, I guess the count to that is Kane probably should have been sent off. Kane should have start. been sent off, yeah. But we played, that was... but the, way that we, the tempo, the intensity we played at, and I put this in the article I wrote, it made me be- fully believe that Delhi and, and Dombele had futures in. <laughs> it I, thought, I thought they were very good. I thought Deli was quite wasteful, but it, it was like, you could see him, he, he's made for this third-man runner along a three five two. I thought it was perfect. And Dombele got the assist, but then kind of tailed yeah. off a bit, but it was like, oh, you can still see yeah. the promises there,
2: but... That was a nice nice game, actually, really. Just because, I mean, obviously, it was a very, very entertaining one, but you did sort of feel like you get those games on the new managers where you think, okay, well, it's sort of come into place now. Yeah. And they gave Liverpool, you know, going for the title or quadruple or whatever. Yeah. um, A really, really tough game and a game where they looked uncomfortable for like. Large chunks of it, and we haven't played in a while because it was right in the middle of our
1: COVID outbreak, where like everyone yeah. in the team got it.
2: That was weird. Yeah, that was a good two weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah, we were really, so
1: it, I thought I thought we were going to be really rusty, and that I think Liverpool had a couple of got COVID abs- absences on the date, but I think they were mm. largely unaffected by such yeah, an outbreak. I mean, Whereas, where we had hardly trained. I think cause I think I remember this was famous for it was the first time Hoybroke didn't start yeah, exactly. in, for us. In oh pre- yeah, since he signed. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's got to be really kind of feeling the effects of that for him to not start and I, I think so sort of i think he looked the same he, he was one i think really suffered from COVID. yeah so for us to have produced that performance that made me really have belief that we do something and it's making i'm really annoying because now i'm actually i was kind of settling back into living with arsenal getting the top four after the west Ham game now i've kind of talked myself into you know what spurs if anyone's gonna to go to Liverpool and beat them it'll be us because we have the setup to do it I think we have the players to do it I think there's a lot of nice little subplots which fall into our favour a little bit
2: yeah you, you do wonder if
1: maybe we can if
2: this is a good time if there's any to catch yeah. the ball just our, you know they're in the they've, ugh, sorry they've got the FA Cup final booked in the Champions League final obviously you'd think that there'd be a little bit of rotation even though their squad's so massive yeah. and they've got quality players all over the pitch um, but maybe it would be one that we can just catch them a little cold. Yes. Um, just on those breaks, if you've got Son um, running at Alexander Arnold, for example, getting into like the space, he can leave. Um, there should there, there there will be opportunities for Spurs, I'm sure. Yeah. It will just be um, hopefully it's just not long ball punted forward because <laughs> you know like and it's it, it's it's so weird with Liverpool because whenever they they defend a break like Van Dijk, Matip at the back, you just don't see them losing a one on one duel, do <laughs> mm-hmm. you? <Yeah. laughs> Annoyingly. Um, because they're because they're so good. But they're they are so good. They're so good. Yeah, so um good. but yeah, it should be a fascinating game and like it's one I try not to hype up too much beforehand just because <laughs> yeah. we all know the inevitable, okay. but like in in the moment, when when those chances do come, we'll 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 see how it goes. Yeah. And, you know, why not? We'll get, some we'll, get, yeah,
1: I think. we'll get some chances it's just a matter of taking them over we do look more clinical now than we have in a long time
2: yeah and like I know they've got to go to Liverpool and, and win but if, if they don't it won't be because of that game that they've missed out on top five yeah, because basically. of Wolves, Southampton, Brighton, Brentford there are other games that they should have done better yeah these little
1: patchy runs where it's just like how, okay why did you do that <laughs> why did you do that funny funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good, good. Got anything else to add, mate?
2: Um, I think I have little to add. I mean, injury, injury uh, quartet is still dirty. Reggie and Tanganga and Skip, yeah. isn't it? Not, not getting the only skip. I guess, I guess,
1: guess Skip signed a contract in the last couple of weeks. He did, yeah. That was, nice. was good. Yeah, yeah. Deserved that. Hopefully, when he comes back, he's not crocked like all the other DMs that got injured for mysterious reasons in the last few years and came back and were all of a sudden really shit. But you know, I'm hopeful. Yeah, cheers for bringing that curse <laughs> up, mate.
2: <laughs> someone's, got, someone's got to do it. <laughs> That's good. That's the good work that we've got to do.
1: Um, okay, cool. Well, we can probably leave it there, can't Come we? On. Nice place to leave it then. Uh, mm. Thank you for listening. And again, sorry we haven't been able to put these out more regularly, but I'm we'll, not sorry, Sean. Sure. All right, Dude's not sorry. I'm sorry, at least. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we'll try and keep going for the rest of the season, at least, because. Everyone needs a bit of de-stressing from Spurs in their life, don't they? They do. They do. They do. I know I do. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. If you haven't subscribed, please do so and leave a review. It really means lots to us. And we'll see you next time.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.